1: This is Dr. Fry, and I want to thank you for viewing today's broadcast. It is such an honor to be able to share the Word of God with you through this medium of television. Today, I'm going to continue my series of lessons on evangelism. It's important for us to embrace the Great Commission. Jesus said in Matthew 28, To go ye. He had finished his work, then he gave us the assignment to go and be his arms, his legs, his feet, his hands to minister to the world on his behalf. So sit back, enjoy today's lesson, and I know you'll be blessed. God bless you.
0: Let's join Dr. Wayne Fry for today's message, Already in Progress.
1: Y'all with me? Can anybody relate? I know I can, praise God. There were some things I just simply couldn't fix by myself. I needed the help of the Lord, and I'm glad the Lord helped me in that, praise God. And so we left off uh, last week talking about the challenge, because if it is the heart of God, That we participate in evangelism and if it's uh, the command of Jesus when he says go uh, into all the world and teach all nations uh, baptizing in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and teaching them to observe all things that he commanded them. If that's his command then what's the challenge and we found out last week that the challenge is self centeredness and that we become self centered we become so focused on ourselves that we fail to look out from ourselves and see the need that may be right next to us. And unfortunately, if if we become so focused on ourselves, we can be sitting and living and working right next to someone who has a great need, but because we're so focused on our needs only, we're miss helping meet their needs. Are y'all follow what I'm saying? And so we looked at the story and over in John chapter number uh, four, when Jesus uh, met the woman at the well, asked her for something to drink, They had a discourse. uh, She received what Jesus had to say and then went to the city uh, to tell everybody that she knew about Jesus, the Messiah. And they began to come to Jesus at the well. But his disciples were so focused on having lunch, they almost missed a need. And so we use that in illustration that sometimes we can get so busy with ourselves and get so busy with our stuff. And, and our needs and what we have to do and what we have to achieve and wh- and, the, and what we're about and and who's gonna help me that we get so focused on that that we miss helping someone else be connected with God. Are y'all hear what I'm saying? And so we gotta lift up our eyes as as the Bible said in in John chapter four. He says, "Don't wait and don't say that the harvest is gonna be coming in four months." He says, no, the harvest is right now. He says, lift up your heads. Look around yourself. Then the harvest is ready right now. Amen. I mean, we don't have to go. We don't have to go 50 yards from this very facility to find the need. We don't have to go thousands of miles, even though that's a part of the God's plan. But we don't have to go thousands of miles to meet a need. We can go right across the street and there's a need. You can go to work tomorrow, and there's a need. You can go to the grocery store this afternoon, and there's a need. And so Jesus, all he's saying is that lift up your heads. Get yourself, get your eyes off yourself. And look around and see the need that you can help me. Praise God. Are y'all with me today? And I found out that when you begin to focus on God's agenda and focus on what he will have you to do, then God, will, God has a miraculous way of taking care of your stuff without you even knowing. Anybody know what I'm talking about? That you, that you, you were so focused on something and then you finally released it, put your eyes on what he had you to do, and then you look back to the need that you thought you had and it's no, more, it's no longer there. And you're like, what happened? God met that need through, a, through somebody uh, while you were participating in what he would have you to do. Praise God. Are y'all hearing me today? And so today we're going to uh, kind of wind it up and uh, kind of find a jumping off place on this evangelism piece. But I'm going to end today's lesson with a call to action. Because far too many times we hear a word and we're not challenged to act on it. And without this call to action, without this challenge to action, sometimes good word and uh, instructions just, just fall on pieces of paper. And I need you to walk this out. God needs you to walk this out. Because God is not sending Jesus to have an evangelistic crusade anytime soon. If anybody's going to cast a net, we're going to have to cast a net. And we do it through walking out this evangelism. Amen. Praise God. All right. So I told you to go to uh, John chapter four, but I kind of paraphrase it so we can kind of jump into some other things here. So let me share with you today some practical keys for evangelism, some practical keys for evangelism. And we understand that it first starts with you uh, spending less time on yourself. Okay, we know it starts there. And having compassion for people. Okay, you're you are probably writing or turning or something. Praise the Lord. I say having compassion for people. Amen. Okay, I'm going to say it one more time. Having compassion for people. Because sometimes if you don't watch it, if you, know, if you know, maybe know some history of some people and, and know what some people have done and you see them struggling, you almost get an attitude like, they getting what they deserve. I say, y'all ain't okay. you ain't trying to be real. I ain't trying to be real. Like, yeah, they they they, they should they should have known better anyway. Well, <laughs> yeah, you should have known better too. But yet, yeah, God led somebody across your path to reach a hand down to help you up. Now, why are you going why, why are you gonna get up and not be willing to reach back and help somebody else up? Come on, talk to me. Y'all with me? And so uh, God arrested me on on that uh, a few years ago that you kind of ride by accident scenes and you kind of get frustrated at the traffic. You know, they got lanes blocked and God's kind of like, man, I got some places to go. And the Holy Spirit jumped me. I mean, jumped me big time uh, one particular day. When there was an accident getting on 64, and that's the way we go home. We kind to exit off on 64. There was an accident in a turn lane, so of course they had the turn lane blocked and, the, and then other, other lane blocked, so you had to kind of wait to go around. And I'm like, man, I got to get home. And then I, I, as soon as I got on 64, the Holy Spirit jumped me and said, you, you, know, you, you ought to be ashamed of you. I said, what are you trying to get home? <laughs> and the Spirit of God said, you don't know what was going on in that accident scene. At least you could have done this. Pray for him. And I said, God, I repent and from that day on when I see accident scene, I pray for God's best and pray for healing and pray for uh, supernatural recovery for every person that I come across the accident scene. It just it just takes a compassion because, again, if you become if you're so self-centered, you just you just want to be you just want to do what you want to do. But people are God's most important commodity and we got to get a compassion for people. We want to see people saved and not perish y'all hear what I'm saying. Praise God. All right. Some practical keys uh, for evangelism. Number one, you got to understand in evangelism, you are in partnership with God. You are in partnership with God. You are not embarking on evangelism alone. You might be ministering to a person one on one. You might be ministering to a person in a group, but you are never alone. Because God takes it personal when you open up your heart and you step out of your comfort zone and minister to somebody else. And God's, the Spirit of God is already on the inside of you, and God's presence will come on you for that ministry opportunity. Amen. The Bible says that uh, one will plant, another will water, and God gives the increase. And so no matter what process you are partaking in, whether you are planting seed for the first time, whether you're watering seed that's already uh, already been planted, God will come and get involved and cause increase to come. Amen. Are y'all with me? Amen. And so you got to understand that you're walking with the Almighty. Because god if it's the will of God that all to be saved, and we step right in the will of God and open up and, and share with somebody and introduce them to Jesus, how I many know God's going to get involved with that? Yes. Are y'all with me? And he'll give you the words to say, He'll anoint you with compassion. He'll anoint you with grace. He'll anoint you with understanding. Come on, talk to me now, because you got to understand that sometimes you might know going in, you might not not know exactly what to say. But as you're saying it, God will fill your mouth with the words to say. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Ever been witnessing to somebody, and you, after you finish witnessing to somebody, and you and you kind of walked away, you just wow at yourself, like, wow, that was man, you got it going on. I ain't know you knew that much scripture. You kind of surprise yourself because those things that has been deposited on the inside of you. Holy Spirit said he'll bring those things back to your remembrance. And so you got to understand you're in partnership with God and that should give you a level of confidence that it is not up to you for the results. It's up to you to participate in the plan. And as you participate in the plan, God will work with you. And God will partner with you to bring the results. Are you with me? But God can't work with God can't work with the plan if nobody is participating in the plan. We looked at Romans 10 says, how can a person believe if they haven't heard and how can they hear without a preacher? Somebody has to share. Somebody has to witness. Somebody has to evangelize. For the word to be released, and then God will work with the word, confirming it with signs following. Say with me today, I'm in partnership with God. God. Yes, indeed. So that's number one. Number two, you have to begin to pray for opportunities. Begin to pray for opportunities. Pray. Begin in in your prayer time, because a lot of times, and again, it goes back to this self-centeredness, just kind of evaluate your prayer time. Your prayer time and what you pray about when you're praying will kind of give you an indication of what you're focused on. Just kind of evaluate. Are you praying for others? Are you praying for the leaders? Are you praying for the nation? Are you praying for your president? Are you praying for for these things? Or or all your prayer requests for you and your family? Come on, talk to me now. Yeah, I mean, is your entire prayer time just about you. No, you got to pray for opportunities. Lord, open up doors. Open up my eyes. Give me opportunities to share the goodness of God with somebody. Illuminate somebody for for me to approach. As I'm in the grocery store, just begin to pray. God, is there someone in here you want me to share with? Is there a way that you want me to bless somebody today? I'm pulling up at the gas station. God, is there anybody here you want me to pay, that pay for that gas today? Just to open up a door to share the goodness of God with somebody. You, that begins with prayer. That begins with prayer. And as you begin to pray for people, now your, now your capacity for people and your compassion for people will grow as you pray for people.
0: God, who do you
1: want me to minister to this week on my job? God show me, show me. Open up doors, provide opportunities. We have, we have time and time again where we can take advantage of some opportunities, but we have to pray for them for God now to reveal them to us. And so now as we're about our daily our daily routine, we're now recognize this is the opportunity I've been praying for. Are y'all with me today? Praise God. And so now uh, don't don't begin to and in your praying for opportunities, begin to pray for uh, the boldness of God to come upon you as well, because a lot of times uh, people don't participate in evangelism because they feel uh, that they're not equipped or they feel like they um, it's, it's out of their comfort zone. But if y- you won't you won't overcome that and let you do it. You with me? Uh, we, we were uh, we were ha- having some time away and um, Anthony, he's uh, he's kind of getting he's kind of getting acquainted to roller coasters and stuff few years ago, he was, you know, he would pick and choose. But now, you know, he wants to try pretty much all of them. And so he'll go and, and, and he'll try it. And so he's he, he trying to bring his uh, his brother along uh, to the roller coaster as well. But uh, he'll kind of peek. <laughs> and um, he would be like, no. Nah, and, uh, and 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 don't care if you try to egg them on a little bit. Oh, come on! It, 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 you know, don't be scared. He like, mm mm. <laughs> but we were at one particular a- area, and so uh, the roller coaster was there. And he said, "Is it going to be fast?" I said, "Wait, you you won't you won't be able to uh, to understand or or know how to do it unless you do it." And so he said, "Okay." And so he got on the roller coaster, and then when he got off of it, he wa- wanted to go on it again. But what I'm saying is there's there are some things that we build up in ourselves. And we begin to uh, rationalize things in our mind. And so, therefore, those things now become a hindrance and a blockage to us stepping out on what we know God wants us to do. You follow what I'm saying? And so we'll make up in our mind, you know, oh, that that person is going to shut me down. Or that person is going to be rude. It doesn't matter what their response is, because everybody's response is their responsibility. You need to respond to the will of God the way you should respond. So if they said, no, I don't want to hear it. Fine. God bless you. I'll pray for you anyway. And you keep it moving because it is our responsibility to participate. It is not our responsibility to make them do anything that they don't want to do. Are you all with me? Praise God. And so we got to in our prayer, just pray for those um, those things that, you know, that 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 may be a hindrance to you uh, in you stepping out. Pray for the boldness of God. Pray for the peace of God. Pray for the understanding of uh, uh, of the Lord uh, as you approach and as you're praying for these opportunities. Are you all with me today? Praise God. So number one, understand that you're in partnership with God. Number two, uh, pray for opportunities. All right. And number three, very important, very important. Number three, be authentic. Oh, I think I'm going to have to work this point a little bit. I said, be authentic. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Be real. (laughs) That's exactly what I'm saying. (laughs) In other words, be real. Yeah, because people are looking for genuineness. And. If you encounter a person that's been in the world for a a period of time. They can see right through fake. See right through it. And you think you got somebody fooled. And all you're doing is fooling yourself. Be authentic. Just be you. If you don't have it all together. It's okay you don't have it all together. You you're working on it. You on your spiritual journey. But if you don't have it all together, you don't have it all together yet. That's okay. If you don't have all the answers, you don't have all the answers. It's okay to say, you know what, I don't know. (laughs) That's a good question. You know what? I'm gonna go and I'm gonna do some research. And can I call you tomorrow? And you know, we can talk about this a little further. Because I don't want to give you an answer that's incorrect because right now I'm unsure of how to answer this right now. Instead of coming and making something up off the cuff, so you can act like you all spiritual. And you so far and way you so way off and left field somewhere and you you can confuse yourself (laughs) and confuse them and they and and both of y'all just confused. (laughs) Are you hearing what I'm saying? (laughs) <laughs> Glory to God. And it, it, was a, it was a funny story. Some years ago, uh, one of our mentors uh, was doing a teaching, and he was saying, you know, talking to pastors, it was specifically the pastors, and he was in a pastor's group, he was saying, hey, it's okay for you to tell somebody that you don't know. And, I, and I'm thinking, you know, I, I kind of, you know, come out of, you know, kind of traditional background or whatnot, because, you know, the pastor should know everything, shouldn't he? Come on, y'all think like that, too be looking at me all funny. If the pastor don't know, Lord Jesus, we in trouble. <laughs> Y'all hear what I'm saying? Uh, but, the, but the key is you don't have to know everything. The important thing to understand is that, that you know the one who does know everything. And that's Holy Spirit on the inside of you. And so if you don't know, he can let you know. At that moment, or he can reveal it to you uh, as you go in, 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 uh, and study some more yourself. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So, so, so be authentic. Be authentic. Praise the Lord. Listen to this. People don't care about how much you know. They want to know how much you care. People don't care how much you know. They want to know how much you care. Are you talking to me out of a genuine compassion? Are you talking to me? Uh, are you sharing with me? Out uh, of a heartfelt um, desire to see my life change. Or are you talking to me just to show me how much, you know? Are you, you saying what I'm saying? And so we got to understand that. And, and, and one of the challenges or one of the uh, dangers I found in, in, in evangelism is sometimes in evangelism, we want to speak to somebody's sin before we want to give them the answer. But well, see, you can't, there can be no response to sin without first receiving the answer. Can you understand what I'm saying? You know, we'll, we'll go to somebody and we'll say, you all stop smoking. Okay. Um, how am I supposed to do that? Well, you just need to quit. Okay. Why not do it this way? You know, I know, I know a person named Jesus. And he can heal you, whatever you're dealing with. And if you, were, if you would accept Jesus in your life, I guarantee you, you'll have the help you need to help you fix any challenges you're going through in your life. Are y'all with me today? And so, because the church, the church uh, can, be, can be judgmental, and, 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 we're, and we're working on that in this culture of honor. Come on, talk to me. We can be. If they don't talk like us, they don't look like us, or they don't walk like us. If they don't pray like us, oh, oh wait, a minute, wait a minute, oh, wait a minute. If they don't pray like us, then <laughs> there must be an issue. No, not everybody's going to do the same thing. We do the way we do it. Come on, talk to me. And so we have to bring people along, um, but we got we to gotta reach them at the point of their need. If they're without Jesus, the first thing we want them to get is Jesus. And then we're going to trust the power that comes with the relationship with Jesus to help them stop doing what they uh, shouldn't be doing. Are you all with me? Same thing happened in my life. Same thing happened in your life. You could not stop doing some of those things you were doing without the help of Holy Spirit. I don't know how bad you no matter how bad you wanted to stop. You just couldn't stop. Because you didn't have the helper. Praise God. So 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 be authentic. Be authentic. Don't put on the front, but remain or maintain a humble attitude. Praise God. Amen. All right. Go to um, Mark chapter five. Mark chapter five. And so through this being authentic, we can utilize our own testimony. Okay? We can utilize our own testimony. All of us have a testimony. All of us have a story. Some lengthier than others, some more graphic than others, but we all have a story. Praise God. And so we can use our story and we can use our testimony to help people understand how the power of God can help them. Y'all with me? So over in Mark chapter 5, verse number 18, Mark 5 and 18. Let me know when you get there, please. Okay, Mark 5, 18. This comes after Jesus had just ministered to a man who was possessed uh, with the devil. And so he, this man uh, was delivered uh, in the ministry of Jesus. And we pick up at verse number 18. It says, and when he was coming to the ship, he that had been possessed. Everybody say had been possessed. Yes. I mean, no, deliverance is wonderful. Come on, talk to me. Yeah, he had been possessed. That means he's no longer possessed anymore. Just like many of us had been bound. But I mean, no, we're no longer bound. Oh, y'all got a shout on that, man. I mean, though, that's, that's some of the things that was holding you back before not holding you back anymore. Because what you had an encounter with Jesus. Well, we just saying no more, no more bondage, no more chains. Glory to God, we're free, amen? Y'all with me? And so we're free because we had this encounter with Jesus. And through this encounter with Jesus, some of those and some of those bondages were eradicated from our lives, and we can say now, we had been. We had been bound. Come on, we had been sick. We had been broke. Come on now. Glory to God. So he had been possessed with the devil, prayed him or... Urged him that he might be with him. Howbeit, Jesus suffered or didn't allow him, but says to him, go home to your friends. Look at this next point and tell them how great things the Lord had done for thee and had compassion on thee. Verse 20. And he departed and began to publish in Decapolis, which means 10 cities, how great things Jesus had done for him and all men did marvel. Praise God. You know, sometimes you don't have to know a lot of Scripture. You just need to share your story. I once was lost, but now I'm found. I once was blind, but now I see. And how that happened Through a man named Jesus. And the same man named Jesus that did it for me can do it for you. Glory to God. Praise God. I might just know Genesis 1-1 and John 3-16, but that's all right. I got a story. Oh, come on now. We want to expect somebody to get saved, go through four years of seminary before we turn them loose on somebody. No, if you had an encounter with God, you are in prime position to minister and tell your story to somebody and just share about the good things God has done for you. Are y'all with me? I couldn't see, I couldn't see straight one. You know, just tell I, your story. Maybe I couldn't see straight. I was so confused. But when I met Jesus, the peace of God came over my life. And now I'm at peace in my life. Are y'all with me? It's a story, it's a testimony. Revelation says we overcome him with our testimony in the blood of the Lamb. And said testimonies are powerful, but testimonies have to be shared right. And you got to tell the truth in your testimony. Did he say tell the truth in your testimony? You mean church folk be lying in in their testimony? Is that what he's saying? Yes. Ah! Tell the truth in your testimony. You know how you go fishing? You know, might go fishing, you caught a fish about this long. But by the time you tell your buddies, you know, it was about this long, and it broke your line, and, you know, so you you didn't have any proof to share it. And so, because sometimes human nature wants to exaggerate things. And that, that, that rolls right over in testimonies, and you, and you got people walking around like, wow, man. And all is a lie. And testimonies not only need to be truthful, but testimonies need to be uh, shared in the way that you share what you did to receive the manifestation that you have because we have to let people know that it's not all on God. It's a partnership. God has a part that he's already played. We have a part that we play, and when the two come together, we get manifestation.
0: Faith Christian Center International and the Life of Faith Broadcast has gone global. With new media outlets such as a free mobile app, Apple iTunes podcasting, a 24-7 internet TV network, Google TV, and Roku TV channel, The Life of Faith broadcast now reaches over 150 million homes globally with God's Word and God's love. Take advantage of these new media outlets at your own convenience, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and enjoy the teaching ministry of Dr. Wayne A. Fry. More choices anytime. You've been watching The Life of Faith broadcast with Dr. Wayne A. Fry. We pray that your faith has been strengthened and your heart encouraged by the Word of God. This broadcast can be viewed 24 7 at no charge at www.fccintl.org. Join with us next time on this station for another life changing message with Dr. Wayne A. Fry.